Welcome to TV, I Say with Ashley Ray, your go-to podcast for discovering what to watch on TV and getting you closer to the TV shows you love. I'm Ashley Ray, a comedian, writer, and former TV critic, and each week my friends, fellow comedians, actors, writers, will drop by to dive into the best TV shows we're all talking about right now. All right, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. It's Andy Richter here to tell you the exciting news that we are back with new episodes of my podcast, Three Questions with Andy Richter. We have got a great group of upcoming guests, including some that I've been waiting a long time to talk to, including Jake Johnson, John Lovett, Caitlin Riley, Bobby Lee, Ashley Ray, and Ted Danson. So I'm very psyched for you to hear where they're from, where they're going, and what they've learned. And it leads to some really surprising, heartfelt, and pretty funny moments. So what are you waiting for? Go to the three questions with Andy Richter, wherever you get your podcast now. New episodes every Tuesday. Hello there, it's Jamila Jamil. Are you by any chance listening to this podcast promo while out on a walk? If so, good for you. That's going to make both your mind and your body feel better. On my podcast, I Weigh, this month, we're going to be exploring mental health and talking to amazing guests about other things that you can do to make yourself feel better with guests like Simon Sinek from The Optimism Company, therapist Vienna Farron, comedian Neil Brennan, and more. Listen to I Weigh wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Apodaca, my amazing producer and the host of the podcast Get Played on HeadGum. Thanks for for being a guest today. Hey, we it was the easiest gig, <laughs> easiest gig to get. Are you kidding me? It, it was pretty easy. I texted and was like, "Yeah, let's talk about Survivor." Yeah, uh, which you know is just in time for season forty six's premiere tonight. It's uh, I'm re- I'm very 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 excited. I became a big. Survivor. I became a Survivor guy at some point. Uh, Survivor. We'll about it, yeah, we'll talk about it. Survivor people are really Survivor people. Uh, yeah. I have learned watching the Traders this season. Oh, okay. Which yes. has like four, three or four tra- big Survivor people in it, which I did not know, but we will get to it. Uh, but wow. <laughs> yeah, but I am very excited to dive into the Survivor fandom. See what's what with this new season and if I should dive in. Uh first we're gonna we're gonna get to some TV news and yeah. also some finales you guys have been asking me to talk about. First today we heard that True Detective season five has been confirmed, and Issa Lopez, who did the this last season, uh will be coming back. And also she got an overall deal with HBO uh after this season of True Detective, which has been Let's say divisive. It's <laughs> there are people yeah. who love it. There are people who hate it uh, for a whole lot of reasons. I, what did you think? Did you watched it? I, I I watched it. I'm a I I love True Detective. Um, I I obviously love the first season. It's like that's like lightning in a bottle though. And every season since yeah. then has sort of been, uh, you know, diminishing returns. Uh, season two, not people not, didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, didn't like season uh, two. Uh, I did just rewatch all of it with my fiance because uh, she hadn't seen season. She didn't seen any of it, and we jumped into season four. Uh, and there are s- loose connections to right. to yeah, season cause, one because that angered a lot of people that there were loose connections to season one. Yeah, uh, in the finale of this latest season, uh, someone says, "You know, time is a flat circle," and yes. all of the original True Detective like fanboys got so angry and were like how dare she use yeah. that classic line in this season 
So yeah, that it's yeah. it's always tough because I. I'll say that I mean because I, I liked the show and I, I particularly I thought I liked the the finale, but it's always hard to know when I like something when there is like discourse about something that I don't like because I feel like maybe subconsciously I might be taking on the other side and being like, well, I don't I don't like the way these people are talking about this, so I'm just gonna yeah. say I love. You know what I mean? But and like, like <laughs> I didn't like it. I and I, no, and, but and that's I don't. Fine. But I don't. No, I don't want to be one of the people who's like <laughs> I didn't like this season because I don't want to be like in the same group as all these, you know, incel dudes who are yeah. like it sucks because girls. And I'm yeah, like, you no. don't think it sucks because girls, and you don't think yeah, it sucks because no, lady it sucks did it. Be, yeah, I think it sucks because the CGI was so ridiculous it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Everything they pretty much like didn't have enough episodes so in episode five they were like oh no we gotta like figure this out we gotta was, wrap this up there was very little detecting this season of true detective like they just the two detectives just kind of sit there and everyone comes up to them and is like so yeah. here's what happened let me just tell you what, yes. what went down and so that was frustrating to me it felt like a lot of things were being set up that didn't really pay off into anything uh when it came to like the polar bear just walking around or right just at the beginning when that lady who was helping them was skinning the thing and she kept seeing some dead guy and it was just like oh i guess that's just a thing she does i um, think i think true detective going forward and because you know it's coming it'll be back with 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 yeah. isa lopez needs to decide if it is a shared continuity or if it's not yeah. because season three also had a very very light connection to season one and season three honestly rewatching it pretty recently a banger like it is really really good i did like season three season three got me back into it and that's why i was excited for season four because i was like okay we're back on track where this is yes. gonna be good and i got worried when i saw we're only getting six episodes and i think i was right to be worried about that yes it's but just conversely if there are more episodes would you have been happy like, like the, if you didn't I, like it <laughs> I like to believe more episodes would have given <laughs> would have fixed them, it. yeah, would have given them time to make either <laughs> of the lead characters likable in any yeah. way. I was kind of just like both of these women could go to prison and that would be fine. That's kind of the thing that was like they were kind of bad, huh? Like yeah. the other cops in the other shows are like, like, I mean, here's the thing, they're cops. Period. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're just cops. yeah. There's no good cops. It's not but a good. But usually one. they're at least cops who are up against the system. trying to do a good job. Yeah, and like the system is like, no, we don't want to listen to you. And these cops yeah. were like, we want to do police brutality. Yeah, we, we want to do murders actually and cover murders. Yeah, <laughs> and sort of just be like, that's fine. Like this is okay if the right person does a murder. Um, yeah, it's it's okay. And if the person you murder is kind of like evil, it's like totally. Totally yeah. fine. Totally fine. And I don't have time to think about how I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, just, it was very just like, did okay. Yeah. I, don't, I just walked away very unclear of what I was supposed to take away from this season. And I, it just seems like they put so much thought into it. And for yeah. that to be my takeaway, I was like, did I miss something? I just... I don't because the uh, Issa Lopez has been all over like Twitter replying to fan questions because people have a lot of questions because a lot of it didn't make sense. Yeah. And 
There was the example of someone screenshot the scene of the like miner who has all the posters in his background uh-huh. and the posters are clearly made by AI. Right. Yeah, that was that was weird. Yeah. Uh, and it's like if for a show with this level of detail and quality, why is it AI? And then Isla Lopez came online and was like, oh, see, it's AI because we believe in this small mining town in Alaska, there would be teenagers who make money creating AI posters and scamming boomers. You can't just like make <laughs> stuff up. Like, right? you know, do you know I what I mean? Like, like what? Just what? <laughs> and like, I, I, I think on paper, I, I, I did. There were things in the show that I did like. I think True Detective for me is a bunch of different things. Like, obviously, like, I just don't think anything's ever going to touch season one. Like, it's just impossible. It's impossible. We also have to remember, and I had to explain this. uh, I had to explain this to my fiance, and she didn't, because she didn't understand the cultural moment that was happening. That was the the reconnaissance at that time. I was like, this guy was a joke. (laughs) He was a joke. Yeah. And then he had True Detective. Yeah. Dallas Buyers Club. Um uh uh Interstellar. Oh yeah. And and then the first Magic Mike was before right before True Detective 2. All of that was within the span of like a year and a half, two years. And it was cra- it was crazy. It brought <laughs> he was him just back. winning awards. Yeah, just constantly. He was yeah. that guy. Yeah. And it was all pretty much thanks to True Detective. It was it was incredible. It was a really incredible thing to see and uh such a, a good performance to look back and watch still. And the I thought the actors, I thought, you know, I mean Jodie Foster's always good oh yeah Jodie Foster was great I just again yeah. wish her character had been even yeah. a little likable and every time they tried to make me believe those two women were straight it was uh, it was ridiculous I, I was just like what are why are you making me see them have sex with men they don't enjoy this I, I can tell ship and I don't ship people when I watch shows I just like don't do this <laughs> The entire show, I was like, these two have to kiss. I was like, right? they just have to. It, the whole time, I was like, they hate each is, other so much, it might they, fix yeah. it. And I was like, and it's because because after they hid the hid the murder and the guy, they kissed probably right. That's yeah. the real thing. Yeah, and it just was like, come on, be gay. They're yeah. gay. Be gay. It just right. no. But instead, they kept making us watch them kiss boys, and it was yeah. like it just and know. a lot of them. Like a, they spent a lot of time on. I think we got a whole episodes were yeah, throughout the season. Not only fuck dudes, but like Jodie Foster's character was like a hardcore slut. She was like, oh I'm yeah, sleeping yeah. with everybody's husband. That was like her character trait. The whole thing, <laughs> yeah. Her is like in this in this contiguous state. I got all. I got everybody. Everybody. I, I did all of them. Uh, the thing, but one of the things about True Detective that I think one of the good things about it that carries carries it forward for me, even when the story is maybe a little lacking, is just vibes. Yeah, like it's spooky. It's it's the vibes it's like, were good. The it's vibes, like yeah. Alaska. It's dark the whole time. You know. Oh and my god! Like, the whole time I just kept being like, would someone just wait until the morning? And then I'd remember there is no morning. <laughs> oh, this, I forgot it is night. Right, right. I would be like, why are they doing this so late at yeah. night? And then I'd be like, oh, it's not late. It is the daytime. And I, I guess I do like to ask the question when I'm watching, like, what the heck is going on here? Right. Yeah. And then, uh, but to a point. I want that question. I want that question ultimately answered, so exactly. I can see how you know this one is lacking because everything ties up at the end of season one in a nice little package, basically. Um, and it's uh, we watched all of it like we watched seasons one, two, and three 
in between weeks of this season. And actually, we skipped, Ooh. we bailed halfway on two. Yeah, two is just, it's not good. Because I knew it was bad, but she wanted to keep, she wanted to see it. And I was like, okay, I, you have to sort of just figure this out on your own. I'll watch this with you, but I'm going to look at my phone. Yeah. And I just know when you want to tap out, you, you tell me. And then it was about like, <laughs> truly like halfway through. She was like, I, I've been watching this so attentively. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> That's why I stopped watching. I was really yeah. like, I am watching and nothing is clicking. I don't. And those actors couldn't save you, even though you yeah. want to see them in everything all the time. They're all which, great. <laughs> which there's another show I am watching that is just like that. And I can't uh-huh. even remember the name of it, but I've watched every <laughs> episode. I, I'm Googling it. Uh, yeah. Death and Other Details oh, on Hulu sure. with Mandy Patinkin. I am watching every single episode. Could not tell you what is going on. <laughs> I I think they found the murderer and they're on a boat. I don't, I, but I'm watching every moment, but it yeah. just is not sticking for me. <laughs> That's, I, I, I was interested in watching that, but something of, I, I think in a post, like, and I don't even know if these are like the best of it, but like when the Knives Out movies come out, I watch it. I, especially like when the new one just came out, you know, last yeah. year or whatever. I was like, I'll watch one of these a year. If as long as they just put one out yeah. a year, if there's I one will, to watch. I will watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch these actors have a great time. But then those, so that happened. Then we have the Kenneth Branagh, Agatha yeah, Christie yeah. adaptations. We have those and like, so like that's sort of a similar thing, but fancy. And yeah. uh, now we have this one that's sort of like, it's on Hulu, so it's sort of like in the middle yeah. like for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of for everybody. It's a, it's truly is just Mandy Patinkin's way of doing Knives Out. Like he just yeah. was like, I want a silly accent. I want to walk around a room being like, but you've did you missed one clue? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, dude, you couldn't have just waited yeah. for the next. They would have had you in a Knives Out. They, they would have had Mandy Patinkin in a Knives Out. You they could have just got done him a there. Knives Out. Like we didn't. <laughs> Need this whole show. The guy from iZombie is in it, and I like yeah. him. But I, oh, and that guy from Mad Men, uh, who plays uh, the the guy who leaves and becomes a TV writer, um, he's in it too. Oh, what is that guy? He's good. Oh, he is good. I mean, Paul. Everybody oh, on Mad Men is good. Name, but yeah, he's in it, and so it's just an okay cast, but the most convoluted plot I've mm. ever seen. I don't. That's something a about a senator being blackmailed. It's just very complicated. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe it'll wrap up like True Detective with everyone just going, oh, don't worry. We're just going to tell you what happened. Just sit down and I'll and <laughs> yeah, we'll just like break it down for you. Sort of like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of the show just being like, here's everything that happened. The like, last, okay. yeah. And it just tore apart everything previously. It was like, oh, wait, how does, wait, how did. So, so they all did it, but it wasn't captured on like camera or anything, and nobody no, somehow didn't yeah. leave any like evidence or DNA anywhere. <laughs> just, okay. It's such a it, that's the type of stuff too. Uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil like too much of it, I guess. But like when it's like when it's I don't know when it's a bunch of a like a, a group of people who aren't white guys winning that yeah. gets such a pop for me no matter what yeah it's i loved it i was like oh cool sure yeah sure i'm always just like but it's like i always am like okay 
I'm gonna like this no matter what, even if it's even if it's bad, like because it's just like okay, yeah. good. At least I, at least the white guys didn't win. Yeah, but I guess I just was so like I was like, wait, yeah. so they've just been planning this for seven years. And That's then, tough, right? Yeah, yeah and then sort of they like, just somehow found the right moment to do it. And why did they wait then? And but okay, yeah, okay. And then there's still there's there's holes. There's a couple there's, little holes <laughs> yeah. too. You know where'd the tongue come from? The tongue, not really part of it. It really wasn't part of it, except that was how they got to be like, we know it yeah, was But Andy then Issa and... Lopez, I guess John, uh, John, what's his name? John Hawks. Oh, yeah. Uh, in some interview was like, my character did that. And then she was like, I guess John said it in an interview that his character did that. And that was going to be a secret, but his character did that. And why I was would like, that be but a did he, secret? And why, why wouldn't would you show he it? do that? Why would he... If he was had to get rid of the body, why would he yeah. leave and was trying to hide the murder? Why would he leave evidence of the murder that helped them figure out the murder? The that uh you know, that last episode was an hour and fifteen minutes long. I think I think we could have I think we could have added it in. I yeah. think there was time that, to there say was, that he yeah, did that. If, if we needed that, there could have been a flashback, yeah. but I still don't really understand why what what it was for most of the season i was like i don't know what this is for but the vibes were spooky and good i loved the billy eilish opening yes so, even though i saw comments about the theme song being girl music <laughs> the, the people See, that complain about the, stuff like that a lot are the dumbest people a lot it's so funny yeah it, like oh, girl, girl song. songs oh my gosh oh ew how can a girl sing Shut before up. true detective yeah I hope the next season is even girlier and yeah, they just, I hope it's solving. another Billie Eilish song. Cause yeah. I, I, I like to hear any, any, any one of those, any of those she's got. I, I, I love I'm a Billie in. Eilish song. The next season they're solving a murder in Barbie land. Use that song. Look, I love that oh, one. Oh, you know what? Let's get Margot in there <laughs> as one of the cops, as one of the detectives. Honestly, yeah. I, uh, if they do this, we get a cut. We get a cut. I'm, get, I'm getting you in on this. Yeah, but so true, Margo, True Detective Barbie, the first murder in Barbie Land, and Margot has to go back to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, and then the Knives Out guy is there too. The oh. yeah, yeah, he's there. Daniel too. Craig as the Knives yeah. Out guy. <laughs> oh my, I'm I'm watching this. I would go. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see this. <laughs> uh, Okay, let's, uh, yeah, there's some other news. I do want to talk about Frasier got renewed for a season two. Yeah. Uh, the past few TV newses have had a lot of cancellations, so let's celebrate one of the renewals we got <laughs> in in the Frasier reboot. <laughs> um, God bless. God bless. I know at least I watched this, and Anita Flores, who used to work on the podcast, watched it. Yes. I think we were the only two uh, who got into the Frasier reboot at all. But I... I actually did like it. I will. It was funny. It was good. I, you know, I, 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 I don't watch Frasier. Uh, I haven't really seen a ton of Cheers, so I'm not. I, but I'm familiar with the, the, the oeuvre, right? Like the in yeah. the like in Kelsey Grammer of it all. And I sometimes when I see Kelsey Grammer and things, I simply have to put aside my like feelings for him as a man yeah 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 horrible politics don't like any of that part he's so so good he knows how to be at everything he knows how to be in a sitcom he knows how to be funny the fraser reboot is really just the kelsey Grammer show they let him run the thing it's great uh i the last season the finale ends with this really big cliffhanger that one of the original fraser characters is coming to the reboot 
and you think like, oh, it's, it has to be Niles. And then it's Roz. And it's like the most, wow. di- it was the most disappointing cliffhanger because you're supposed you to be You want like, it to be Niles, oh, right? Oh, who's, yeah. And then it, they open the door and it's Roz and you're just like, oh, who, okay. I guess yeah. Roz is back. Uh, but David Hyde Pierce, the show he was on got canceled, so. That's right. So maybe where one door closes, another one opens. Yeah, I, we're one step closer to Niles Crane back on Frasier and, and that's a good thing. Hello, everyone. It's Andy Richter here to tell you the exciting news that we are back with new episodes of my podcast, Three Questions with Andy Richter. We have got a great group of upcoming guests, including some that I've been waiting a long time to talk to, including Jake Johnson, John Lovett, Caitlin Riley, Bobby Lee, Ashley Ray, and Ted Danson. So I'm very psyched for you to hear where they're from, where they're going, and what they've learned. And it leads to some really surprising, heartfelt, and pretty funny moments. So what are you waiting for? Go to the three questions with Andy Richter, wherever you get your podcast now. New episodes every Tuesday. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Let's dig, let's dig into our watch list before we we go true before we go Survivor uh, and all of the competitive games that that I that got me into it with the traders. Uh, what have you been, what have you been watching other than True Detective? Uh, for me, I you know it's kind of it's been a light TV season uh, currently, so that's why we ended up having all this time to watch all of. Uh, the series of True Detective, all of it. Um, but you know, I've been watching that. I've been watching. I've been watching Curb this season, the final season of oh, Curb. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about this final season? You know, it's. I think it's funny. Like, here's the thing. I don't know if the show has been like quote unquote like good in the last couple of years, but it's always yeah. funny. Like, do you know? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's like it's. I'll always have a couple of laughs. I think sometimes, and this is probably just like by virtue of uh, being an aged man, but uh, sometimes when Larry has like a take about something new in society, it's not right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There was like a stray pronoun joke in the most recent episode that I was like, I couldn't tell what the vibe was with yeah, that. Yeah, where it, it was just kind of like, oh, was that just a pronoun joke to make one? Or was yeah. that, is that something we, okay. And I was like, oh, do you care about, like, are you like, yeah, like in which care? way do you care about that, yeah. I guess? You know what I mean? Uh, but like, it, there's always a couple of laughs in a, in an episode. But like, I sort of see the the strings a little bit now yeah. just from watching it for so long and like, having a little bit of an understanding of how like TV like works, like Larry's going to have a premise and somebody's going to say something. And then like Jeff's in the scene, <laughs> Jeff's going to repeat the thing that Larry just said. 
Yep. Then, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, JB Smooth is going to come in. He's going to see what they're talking about and be like, I'm going to say exactly what you guys just said, too. Yeah. But in a then way, Susie that's, that's coming in a way in. that's very like, huh, but uh, my dick. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. And then that's probably when I'm going to laugh because I'm like, okay. He is. JB Smooth is going to make me laugh every time. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> But then, then Susie Esmond comes in and sees what they're all talking about and is like, I don't think, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this. I'm and, angry about it. And so then, now we've had four beats of the same joke within yeah. a minute. And I'm like, okay, I think we're sort of done with that, right? But no, because uh, then, then it'll they, be they Larry it making fun of Susie for the joke and then they bring the joke back later. Yes. And it's, yeah. It's, I think I, if I had the edit, <laughs> if I could do the... If I could edit the episode, it would be like 10 minutes. It would be 10 minutes long, but it'd be tight and you'd be laughing you'd be the laughing entire the time. the whole time, yeah. <laughs> like, just hit the highlight jokes and, you know, you're good. Yeah. I've been enjoying the season. I mean, yes. it's something to watch on Sunday. I'm thankful. Yeah. You know, uh, we also Some people have, go to church uh, on Sundays and I yeah. sit in front of HBO. I sit in front of HBO and with True Detective gone, what else do we have now? So, yeah. Curb is, it's 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 fine. It's doing it. I, I laugh. I think it's time. It is time for the final season, though. I think. Yes. Hopefully, I, I think. I mean, it, it seems like where it's heading is a little bit obvious uh, for people who are aware of Larry David's previous finales on television. Uh, but it does feel like we're going to get some sort of Seinfeld reboot. Larry ends up in legal trouble in jails type situation. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, OK. I could also see them like doing a twist where he ends up president and it's like, uh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> then stuff like that, though, he's right about. Like when yeah. he's like wants to make fun of Giuliani or whatever. He's like, I was like, okay, yeah, go off. This is yeah. good. The, all the stuff uh, with the hair dye and Giuliani, yeah. that was great. And then it, but That was like just, three yeah. years ago, but sure. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> that one did feel a little like, did you guys just like not get to make that joke when you wanted and you were like, yeah. no, we got to get it in here. <laughs> I And like, it's so funny because like, there was, you know, the pandemic happened in between seasons of Curb, and I was like, God, the one show I want to see do a COVID season is Curb, because yeah. Larry would be so funny. So and then, like, you know, I'm sure you do this as well, but like anytime I have a minor inconvenience, I'm like, this is a Curb. You yeah. can put the, like, I could, curb. if I knew Larry, I'd pitch this to him, and he'd be like, this is good. I, yeah. I, I love uh, it. But he, uh, but they didn't do it. And I was like, they, I guess they had a little bit with the hoarding the, like, sanitizer and, and yeah. toilet paper and stuff. Oh, yeah. From yeah. Albert Brooks or whatever. Um, yeah, some, of the, some of the celebrities in this season are the most random actors the most rant it's i just am like did these people just go i have called their agents and go like i've got to be in the final season of yeah. i don't care what it is get like me a sienna role. miller charlotte yeah. copley from <laughs> district nine uh oh the guy from the bear who plays the marcus he yes. was in it briefly and it's yeah. just i just truly think people were like if it's last year i gotta get my credit i gotta get the curb credit yeah, I yeah. would, you know, I have improviser friends that have done it, and they, the thing that I've heard about it is that Larry is a huge laugher. Yeah. He loves to laugh and gives it up to everybody, not just, like, the people from the cast or, like, the famous people coming to do the show. If you are a new improviser and you do this show, and he, you know, because he yeah. probably had a hand in casting you, he's cracking his shit up. Uh, yeah, he will what laugh. You say. He'll yeah. be like, and I'm like that rocks. It. Yeah. That that absolutely rules. So I, you know, I 
I, I, I have to, I have to give him that. That's like a really like, um, because not every, not all people in comedy are laughers, and I think yeah, it's no, so most of us insane. aren't. <laughs> like I, I have the hardest time laughing. I'm one of those yeah. people who I'll, I can be watching a comedian I love, and I just will nod yeah. and be like, "That's funny, that's funny." I think it's like, I mean, I, I, I have that too sometimes. But like, if I, if I'm like working on, if I was working on a show, and like, I feel like I heard that Amy Poehler does this too. Amy Poehler will just like. What we'll know when something's funny, but maybe won't have the impulse to laugh, but we'll laugh anyway. Yeah, uh, because it makes the person doing the the thing feel good. Yeah, I think it's because I I come from the Onion, yeah. where the rule oh, is sure. you do not laugh. You don't. Oh, and it, like you, they read them, and if it's, if it you if it does get a laugh, it better be the funniest thing. And it like if it gets a laugh, it'll get in because it's so so funny. But otherwise, it's just a yeah, that's funny. Like, okay, or, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And that's how you kill your joy and spirit. So maybe I need oh, to get yeah. back into laughing. You gotta, Ashley, you gotta laugh. I gotta, I gotta get back into laughing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I, for my watch list, I want to yeah. share uh, a mea culpa. I want to share a, a correction. And oh. I, I was wrong. It, yeah. And this is rare, you guys. I know. But uh, I mentioned the show Couple to Thruple a few times and how it was horrible, how it was bad for polyamory and setting us back decades. I have to say, I was wrong. It's absolutely entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is a horrible depiction of polyamory, but all reality dating TV shows are bad depictions of dating. Mm -hmm. And so what we get with Couple to Thruple as the season goes on. So like the first two episodes, they trick you. They make you think, oh, this is just going to be like straight couple unicorn hunters looking for a third. Then all of a sudden they start bringing in queer people. They bring in like actual queer poly people who are like, yeah, so we're about this for real. And that's when the show gets going. I, every criticism I had was eventually addressed within the show. Yeah. And so now I am all about it's honestly, I look forward to it every week almost as much as Love is Blind. Wow. Okay. So that, that's a huge shift. Huge shift. I know. Yeah. Wow. There was a show. Uh, what was it called? There was a dating show on MTV that I watched. We watched an entire season of it when I was like on like a trip. This is about to be the nerdiest thing I've ever said in my life. I was on a trip with my improv team, and we watched a an entire season of I think it was called All for One. Oh on MTV. yeah, yeah. And it was a it was a the 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 gimmick on that particular season was that it was a queer season. Yeah, and so all bets were off. It was everybody on everyone. Yeah, it was. A, it was are you the one? Are you the one? Yes, yes, yes. Are yeah. you the one? And so it was like there was like the first sexually fluid bisexual dating show. It, it was, was just, yeah. <laughs> the most captivating. <laughs> like it was just immediately more interesting than if it were uh, you know, traditional like straight dating show. Cause it's sort of like, okay, the hot girl's gonna go with the hot guy. Yeah. Great, great, great. Sure, sure, sure. Uh okay. Oh, this buff guy is gonna go over here. Oh, great, 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 great. The fact that it could be anybody at any given time was spellbinding. Yeah. And that's, was- <laughs> that's kind of what happens with a couple to thruple because yeah. eventually the couples can swap and the singles can be like, I don't like my couple anymore. I want to swap. 
I'm interested. Oh. So then people start like using each other's singles against each other as pawns. Like this one couple, mm. their single is like, I don't think I'm right for this couple. They fight a lot. They're awkward with me. I'm going to dip. They still liked him. And this other couple was like, well, we're going to get him and bring him into the house and force you guys to talk about it. And it is just, it is so wild. And then on top of all of that, it's on Peacock. So they can, I guess, show all the sex because they show all the sex. I don't, it's, I, I'm old now. And I was like, this is a bit much for me. They oh, wow. truly are just, pop this <laughs> they're truly just showing threesomes on TV now. That's like, crazy. And I feel NBC like that's the type app. of thing you would see on like, on like blind date. Like blurred yeah, out. Like blurred out. And this is not blurred. Like there's a blanket, but you know what they're doing. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, okay. So it's I, gotta feel bad to um if the couple breaks it off with you as the single, that uh, sucks. But if you break it off with the couple, yeah. at least they have each other to sort of be like, ah, oh, that's all right. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's that uh, there's one girl who's been like broken up with by two couples. And like they just like a different couple just keeps trying to bring her back and they're like, maybe she'll be cool with us. And every time they're like, I mean, she's fun, but we mm. just like aren't feeling it. And then she's like, OK, well, I'm going back to the singles house. Bye. <laughs> so I, I love it. Uh, also want to talk about Love is Blind. The new season premiered. Are you watching? I no. So the thing about these types of shows, like I did watch the original season of or the first season of Love is Blind. When Netflix was churning these out, it was like right at the beginning of like the pandemic. So like oh, the yeah. circle was like huge. That's like, those were good, like group chat shows to me where I was like just texting my friends while watching the show and just being like, this is the craziest thing we've ever yeah. seen. Like I, this, this is nuts. Uh, I am not watching this new one, not for any like reason. I should be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I am not doing anything else. <laughs> I should, I should be watching it. Um, But I I understand that there's controversy, I think, with this with this new season. Yeah. So the last season was horrible. Like, no couple was good. Every couple, it was like, don't get married. And only one couple ends up getting married. And they were the one everyone Mm. was like, they no, they suck, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. This season is kind of a return to tradition. Like, you can tell this was shot before people were like, oh, I'm just going to go on the show to be famous. Uh, And it's also, I think they're in North Carolina or South Carolina. So it's like a little more removed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we actually have like couples that are giving good drama this time and actually seem to be clicking. Uh, But it is, it's a weird mix this time where they're really pushing the people chose the wrong person. So let's bring back the other people from the pods. And like four people have cheated on their fiance now. And it's the first, it's the first time I've seen this many people just openly cheating with like someone else they clicked with in the pod. So it's a little more exciting this season. That's something I loved about when I watched it though, was that they'd be like, you know, in the pod, like they talk about it. Like, like, yeah, they're like, I just, I'm not feeling that back in the pods. We had so much energy (laughs) <laughs> like there's this one couple they just kept being like in person I'm just not feeling it and in the pods and she's like maybe we need to recreate that and I'm like what are you gonna do like talk through a door like what, is that what you think you need is that yeah what you're describing is a phone call sweet. yeah <laughs> like so you just want to get on the phone and you want him to go stand in the hallway but it's it's good I will say it's it's worth watching last season if you dropped out you didn't miss anything this one okay. there's some juicy stuff coming and I'm I'm excited. Uh, you got anything else on your watch list? Uh, you know, I'm watching. I just started watching Slow Horses um, on Apple, and 
you know, Apple comes up on here. Apple's like the sneaky, like, They're the sneaky. shows are good. The shows are good, and people don't know because they don't tell you about them. They aren't going to tell you about them. They, they're going to spend so much money on something like Masters of Air. They're going to pay for yeah. Austin Butler and all the big names, and then they're going to keep it a secret. I saw so many previews. Like, you know, they would show you like a preview before an episode starts of shows that are on Apple that I've simply never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 they should be talking about that. Looks kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. They, they should tell so, somebody yeah, about that. They have so many good shows. It's like, oh, and that person's in it. I love that yeah. person. Why don't you make a commercial about this? And like, I think people only know like Ted, Ted Lasso is like the only yeah, one that has sort of like their big one. And broken it is, out. it's also funny because anytime you open the Apple TV app, Ted Lasso is the number one show. Yeah. <laughs> and it has and not had like, a new episode in probably close to a year almost. I don't think I'll ever watch. I haven't seen a second of season three and I don't think I'll watch it. Don't. Honestly, I think I'm good. Yeah. Honestly, the last season, I mean, fans of the show were like, I just am going to pretend the final season never happened. Yeah. Season two ends on like a note that you could sort of like, you know, you could just infer. Yeah, you can uh, work with it. Season yeah, that's three fine. is it's you know there were some shifts I think yeah. behind the scenes, but yeah, but still they're most their number one thing. But Slow Horses, that's the one with uh, Gary Oldman, right? Yes, and have you seen? Have you seen any? You haven't seen any. I watched the first episode. Okay, it's like yeah, it's a uh, it's the thing about it that I think is so interesting tonally is that it has like the beats of like a comedy and like they sort of there are in a slightly humorous situation they're called slow horses they're uh m mi5 agents just like right. the english fbi i've been told and <laughs> uh they work out of an office they're like a bunch of rejects that work out of a adjunct office that's like so far away from the main office that they uh say that it should be in the city of Slough, which is, I guess, far away. It's oh, funny, I yeah. guess, if you're English. Yeah, pretty, and, <laughs> they're laughing over there. They're, they're cracking up over there. And so they're, they're called slow horses because uh, they're just like a bunch of just bunch of doofs, these guys. <laughs> but they're... So it has that going for it. It has truly, like, very hard-boiled, like, spy stuff that's, like, taken very seriously and not played for jokes at all. It's all very, like, high-stakes, like, type stuff. And also uh, a great performance by by Gary Oldman, such a serious like he's the head of the slow horses. So he's like the main agent, like the leader of these agents. And he's always telling people to, you know, piss off. And he's like kind of a funny guy because he's, you know, uh, he's not proper. He's just very like, uh, you know, uh, he's like a. English guy. <laughs> I don't know what to call him. He's like, you know, he's, he's sort like of just British. A, you know, you he's know, British. Think of your stereotypical British guy. He's that. Yeah, he's, you know, he's maybe, uh, you know, he's been to the the the, the pubs. Uh, he seems like yeah. one of those kinds of guys. But it's such a serious show sometimes. But then Gary Oldman comes in and he just like farts. <laughs> it's like a serious show that has farts in it. I was like, I've never seen this. This sounds Nobody amazing. Nobody ever farts in shows. Yeah, I need to keep watching. I did not pick up on this from the first episode. It's so great. I, I And I was hesitant to watch it because um, I don't know how seriously you take uh, your relatives uh, recommendations for television, eh, but I'm always yeah. pretty skeptical. Yeah, always skeptical. Uh, but uh, this was like, this checks the, this was like a recommendation from my stepdad. So I was like, oh, great. It's going to be like a yeah. um, a Bosch or a Reacher, which yeah. I also hear is good. It's like uh, a dad TV show. But this one is actually like g great. Like 
legitimately okay. good. Um, and I, I, I recommend that to, okay. to anybody. I need I to, I need to hop on in it. I've okay. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, no, there's some other stuff on my watch list. I don't know. I'm watching sister or, uh, uh, oh my gosh. Why, uh, why can't I re- smothered? <laughs> Smothered, smothered, smothered is on the... TLC. It's the one oh where my God, moms yeah. and their yeah. daughters are way too close. The finale just happened, and all the moms are gross and too close. Uh, there's this like one mom and daughter, and they like shower and bathe together. Yeah, I've seen previews of this before a ninety day, and yeah, um, it's. I think some shows need to be like honeypots <laughs> to throw people in jail. <laughs> yeah, that it's truly like you watch and you're like, this isn't legal. This isn't okay. And then there's a twist this season where there's a mother who is has a weird relationship with her son-in-law and like hates her biological daughter. She hates her daughter. They just loves fight the son-in-law. and loves the son-in-law and they like go scootering together and hold hands and they eat out of each other's mouths. And it is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And even his mom was like, this is weird. Like, why are you all over her mother? <laughs> like, why are you hugging your wife's mother like this? So, huh. you know, smothered. They're still doing yeah. weird stuff over there. They're still smothering it up. Uh, and then I'm also doing Prison Brides on Lifetime, which okay. is just like a gentrified version of Love After Lockup. Okay, um, sure. And a little 90 day mixed in. It's a lot of people who are like, I live in Germany. I fell in love with this guy who's in an American prison. He tells me he's innocent and the American justice system is bad and wrong. Uh, and anyway, he's there because of murder. Yeah. But I'm going to so move. So you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to move to Missouri and marry him in prison. And I'll be there when he gets out in 12 years. And then you slowly see them realize they've made the worst decision of their lives. The, the, the reality show. The um, that type of show has become like the, sort of the modern day like, and there's not a there's not a more polite way to say this I think, <laughs> but the modern day sort of like carnival like yep. freak show kind of, where it's yeah. sort of like hey you, you know the saddest thing you've ever heard, we, we have a show about we it. have a show about it. we found four <laughs> people who do that and we're gonna make you cry with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, cool, cool. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to watch and be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can't believe I can't. I was like, it's so sad. This person can't, I don't know, marry their third cousin who has four arms. (laughs) I'm sad for them. Yeah. (laughs) I I get into it, but I. Yeah, it's it's great. But I. It's, It's like candy. Yeah, it's like candy. But I am changing. I am growing. I have watched, and this, this leads into our talk now on Survivor. Let's go. Because, uh, you know, like those were, those are the usual reality shows I go for is the 90 day type. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I started watching the new season of Traders, okay. which has introduced me to some of the legends of Big Brother, uh, Survivor, and Housewives. And I've fallen in love with the people on that show to the point where I'm now watching them on their other shows. Hello, everyone. It's Andy Richter here to tell you the exciting news that we are back with new episodes of my podcast, Three Questions with Andy Richter. We have got a great group of upcoming guests, including some that I've been waiting a long time to talk to, including Jake Johnson, John Lovett, Caitlin Riley, Bobby Lee, Ashley Ray, and Ted Danson. So I'm very psyched for you to hear where they're from, where they're going, and what they've learned. And it leads to some really surprising, heartfelt, and 
pretty funny moments. So what are you waiting for? Go to the three questions with Andy Richter, wherever you get your podcast now. New episodes every Tuesday. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The people from Survivor on Traders this season, Sandra and Poverty, apparently big deals in, in Survivor land. They are like the queens of Survivor world, and they are being destroyed in the Traders. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is what I've been hearing. I haven't seen Traders. I think I uh, I have a free evening. I think I know what I'm doing after this. Honestly. You absolutely. I think I'm gonna yeah. pop on Traders. If you love Survivor and like the people from those shows, you it's so worth watching because you see them trying yeah. to strategize and apply logic to this situation that at the end of the day is not a game like Big Brother or Survivor. It's more of a popularity contest where you have to trick people into just thinking you're a good person and their friend. And like poverty cannot do it. She just is like. I don't understand. I'm trying to manipulate people and like get votes and alliances. And people are just like, you just kind of look mean, girl. So like, I think you're a traitor. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I guess it's tough if you look mean, right? Yeah. Like, it- <laughs> literally, literally, people are just like, that look on your face, you just kind of have like a stank face. Like, you just got to smile more, girl. Like, change your heart. Yeah, yeah. I think like it's, t- you know, and I never feel bad for anybody like this. I never feel bad if, if somebody looks mean and they people think they're mean because uh, they're usually uh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like, I feel like that's where I come in and that's where I can really clean up and win. Right. Yeah. Because I, I you know, I, I, I sort of am, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not assuming uh, I'm not trying to like I'm always like ni- I, I'm nice to people anyway. Yeah. But see, if you're too nice and unassuming, then you're fodder for that the murder. Be, oh, I see that could be. Then, yeah. Tough. Then they're like, well, this person is just nice. Everyone likes them. So you want to kill them because they'll be, you know, one of the faithfuls at the end. Yeah. Who, like everyone is like, oh, we like them. You can't throw them under the bus. So you can't see, be that's new good. too nice. That's like that's peak right now, like survivor gameplay in the last season, season 45. Um, there was a woman in there who they called Mama June. And she was not very great at challenges, right? And so, um, but was good in the alliances and everybody kind of just liked her. But at a certain point in the season, people were like, wait a second. We brought Mama June along too far. Too far, yeah. Because everybody likes her. We all call her Mama. She, If she gets to the final three, she's going to win. She's going to win. And so they had to come up with a way and it took some doing because then she started to really like show up and like and play the game a little more. And it took some doing to get her out because it, she was like an unstoppable force because everybody thought she was just nice. And she was really nice. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing yeah. about. And like, yeah, in traders, yeah. they don't 
click that way. They like they it'll be like, okay, yeah, that person is like everybody likes them. But then it's yeah. like people just be like, oh well, actually I saw them kind of look at me weird, so I think they're a traitor. And then everyone and also yes. they're just dumb. There's also dumb reality stars in it. Like you have Kevin from Bling Empire, okay. and then it's Cherie from Real Housewives, and they're just so dumb that they're like yeah, you know what? You're right. Her eye did flinch. I think she's a traitor too. <laughs> and they just so, shift alliances every other hour. <laughs> so if you, so it sounds like you love this. I do. I think, I think you're, it's an easy convert for you okay. to watch Survivor because it has similar gameplay in that way, but there are also like physical challenges and stuff. And like that stuff is like really fun. I don't know how you yeah, feel about like an traders, obstacle course. Yeah, traders has physical challenges. Okay. That's usually the part when I uh, look at my phone and do mini crosswords. Uh, oh, okay. I- <laughs> that's like, so this has that. So yeah. You have time for your crosswords. Yeah. In it. Yeah. But I'm always then, just kind of like, oh, whatever. I don't care about them having to climb a tree to get a flag or something. <laughs> but then they have the, the, you know, the sort of uh, the backstabbing, the like the yeah. political intrigue, if you will, the, uh, um, the 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 deception and the, all, all that kind of stuff. That stuff okay. is really really great. But you know, I I personally love watching the challenges because I I guess I just didn't I didn't get all of that out of me like when I was a kid. <laughs> like I didn't get to go to, I didn't go to playgrounds that much. <laughs> so like when I see them like yeah. climbing on these like wooden structures, I'm like I kind of want to do that. Like that seems kind of fun. Oh my gosh, do you really? I got emailed yeah. about like the real life survivor experience thing you can do oh my god and they were like do you want to do this you can have free tickets and i was like no i don't want to do that i would do anything to do it i'm gonna send it to you because i was like that why do the do the challenges that are hard and that they struggle with yeah and i'm not like i'm not like an athlete either like so like i know that i would have a hard time doing them but some of them just look so fun like they have these like floating ones that are just like in the ocean Oh, and I'm like, scary. oh, what's worst thing that can happen? You fall off of it, and then you're just kind of in the ocean. And that's kind of, I, I think that's kind of fun. Okay. Um, I know that the bugs part of it is like a thing that I would honestly rub up against because I, I get bit. Every kind of bug just bites me. Yeah, all the time. that would be, I can't do bugs and stuff like And they do that in no. Traders too, where they always have a challenge where they're like, we're going to dump mice and rats on your head, and you have to walk oh. in a pit of snakes to get a shield. Yeah. And, uh, I would be hesitant to do something like that or like, um, uh, eat, you know, any yeah, anything eating gross. No, no, thank you. I don't want anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I even if it was like a million dollars, eat this bull's eye. Oh, yeah. couldn't. No, but it, I don't know what happened. Like, I mean, during like the beginning of the pandemic, there was just like all the time in the world to watch a bunch of things. So I watched ten seasons of Survivor just like back to back. Yeah, and that was like back when the seasons were like 24 episodes. Yeah. So I, like after that, I had the knowledge that I, you know, watched like 240 episodes of Survivor in like a month and a half. That and seems healthy. Just, that seems, yeah, no, no, that's fine. It seems fine. If, it, yeah, it's like normal, like definitely not um, ill in some yeah, way. Yeah, not a problem, um, not a problem. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. We've all been there, you know. Watching that, turning it off, putting the news on to see what <laughs> former mayor Eric Garcetti said the new rules were, uh, you know, and just kind of just tuning in and just watching uh, 10 seasons. But then I had to, I burned myself out, right? Yeah. Like I had to take a break because that was, you know, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. You got to take TV. breaks. Yeah. And so it used to be where it was like 24 episodes, 39 days on the on the islands or wherever they were. It used to be that they used to go to different places right like the uh um 
like the Australian outback and like they go to like Africa or like just a bunch of other places. And I think, I think they ran into, they must've ran into problems with that. Like culturally. I could see that. that I mean, it seems yeah. like that'd be a lot of paperwork. It would probably like limit how many, like just casting would be a mess every time to figure yeah. out who can go where, what and the conditions aren't one-to-one. So like sometimes you might think, Oh, the people in that season had like an easier season because it wasn't as hot, but the other people in the season after that didn't have as hard of a time because there weren't lions everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Fair, yeah, uh, so yeah. maybe they had to just like deal with that part of it a little bit, but now it's, uh, they've truncated the time to 26 days and it's like about 13 episodes. So okay. you know, two days an episode. And now the episodes are 90 minutes because of probably not because of the strike actually, uh, but uh, who could actually say why <laughs> who could actually, it? but it definitely is, wasn't yeah. because of the strike. Um, <laughs> but the thing about it that I really love is just like, it's all these different types of people coming together and they're all basically uh they're they're all normal they're yeah, all just th- like I guess normal that's always my question is i thought it was like athletic people like you know people yeah. were like i could survive like kind of like alone where it's people were like i could do this and i was yeah. just like well i don't need to see a bunch of fit people do challenges in like camp sometimes there's a guy like that like there's a you know there's a there'll be a couple of people that'll be like really really fit like there was a guy a couple of seasons ago that he basically looked like thor like he was just like a big huge guy and he was unstoppable but he had a bad attitude uh, so like he yeah. had to re- and, and he but he also knew he was also this like he was like a faith guy kind of oh, and so yeah. but he had the awareness that he was like a big guy and that when he raises his voice in particular to like women that it looks bad and scary. So he was like, I really have to like just calm myself down so I don't like do that. So at the end of the day, I was like, he knows that he's big and bad. Like, I was like, that's okay. I think it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's like, fine. Uh, he's, he knows he, like, what apologized he's pretty with. heartfelt to people and stuff. Okay. I was like, okay, like he's like a good, he's, he's learning that he's too big to be acting like this. <laughs> and, uh, but he was, but he didn't, he didn't even win, but he was like a, he was a challenge beast. You could not beat yeah. him in challenges. Like it was like, he was tough to, uh, you had to get him out early or you just didn't yeah. basically. Huh. Um, but I, I love watching the people learn how to like connect with each other. And sometimes they succeed. Sometimes they don't. Um, there was a guy last year, Bruce, who was on a previous season and got ejected day one and the season that he was on previously because of a traumatic brain injury that he had, that he suffered on the day. Oh, He like slammed his head into like a log or something and then they had to like get him out of there and then he had to leave the game immediately. Oh my God. But then he came back and he was fine, but he was annoying. (laughs) (laughs) He had a traumatic brain injury. He's allowed to be a little annoying. We don't know if it caused, we don't know what the root cause of his annoyance was, but he was like an an annoying guy to some of the people on the, uh, on the Island. Um, But there was like, but so sometimes they work, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Something that Jeff Probst points out a lot, actually on, on the show is that survivor has a higher success rate for relationships than The Bachelor and other oh, dating wow. shows in general. There are more showmances on Survivor that last I mean, than yeah. any other show. I can absolutely believe that because it's like you're seeing each other at your grossest. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you can love me and get through this with me, yeah, we should be together forever. It was so insane to watch. I think it was season 
it must have been season eight. It was the first all-star season that I watched. And this guy on there, I don't know if you've heard his name or familiar with him, Boston Rob. Oh, yes. I've heard of Boston Rob. Boston Rob. From Boston, just yeah. like a Boston yeah. guy. He's like a <laughs> he's a real uh, Goodwill hunting type, you know. Uh, the Ben Affleck, not Matt Damon. <laughs> and uh, he's such a charming, interesting character for a reality show. He comes back uh, previously on season four, gets pretty far because he's in a showmance with this woman, Amber. And at the live finale, he proposes to her. And they're still married and they have oh, wow. three like daughters. And he's always posting on Instagram all the time. He's like, I love my girls. Oh. And I just I love him. I love him. <laughs> I thought you he's were gonna be best. like, and she said no on live no, TV. He's I think they're the they're amazing. And for like, I don't know. There's something he's such a they're both stars, but he's like such like a like because he's not he doesn't seem like he's that kind of guy kind of yeah uh but maybe that's you know obviously like making an assumption about like what Boston people are like but we've well, met I mean, Boston yeah, people yeah. I don't think it's probably <laughs> off base it seems yeah. Yeah. yeah but he's he's amazing and he's come back a bunch and he's been on a bunch of other uh, reality shows I and, bet and they'll get like him that. on the traders at some point he's he would crush because he's such a uh, he's such a good thinker about like. He's a great strategist. He's an unbelievable strategist. And that's the part of the game that I do think I would have a very hard time with Same. because yeah. I kind of just want to go and have fun. Fun. Yeah. I'm not thinking about <laughs> strategy. I'm just like, yeah, we I'm can be splash around. Yeah, I'm like, we can be friends. You want to play? Yeah. yeah, sure, buddy. And then yeah. three episodes later, I'm realizing, like, oh, you manipulated me and used me yeah. to take, oh. Dang, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> but it used to, on that show, people used to get screwed over hard, like big time. And now it happens still, people get blindsided, but I think there's such a culture of respect around like good gameplay in Survivor that when you get yeah. voted out, a lot of the times people are like, that was really, really good. That was amazing. And like, they're not even mad. Yeah. They're just like, wow, that's, I can't believe I didn't even see that coming. You guys are. I don't even, I, I can't wait to see who I gotta wins. say, like, you're selling me on this because this is what I like about traders. Yes. And I got it. Okay. I have the ultimate piece for this. The thing that I love most about the show is Jeff Probst himself. Wow. I think he's such an amazing I host. mean, I'm, sh- I, I'm shocked he's still doing it. Like, I, I mean, I'm Survivor, yeah, Survivor premiered when I was in like high school. <laughs> He still got yeah. He's sixty two years old. He still got those famous dimples. This guy. Wow. Watching the, <laughs> watching the early seasons and then jumping into the more contemporary seasons, he, he's absolutely had work done, <laughs> but he has the right kind of doctor because whoever ha- he's going to, tells him when to stop. Yeah. Because he looks he looks great. He looks so good. Uh, and the thing that I love about him the most is that. He cares so much about the game and not just like he's not just there like reading copy and, uh, you know, just saying he's not just there saying his line. Yeah. Like the guy uh, who hosts The Bachelor, that dude's just reading a cue card like he's oh, whatever. Man. The, uh, the He's like a human thumb. That yeah. guy. He's like so boring. <laughs> he's so boring. Like he's just literally there to be like, and now, ladies, take. And it's like, OK, yeah. you could be any like piece of hair. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's just like a. You could just put like a wig on a broom and oh, yeah. sort of be like, okay. Just like, okay. I kind of thought that David Spade was the best of the celebrity um, uh, hosts for um, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. I kind of wanted him to go into maybe the full, like the main show, because yeah. he was making he was fun. Good, yeah. I just liked it because he, he was funny. Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> he made fun of it. Like he had a take, a vibe about it. But yeah. the other guy is just like, I'm just here to be a human teleprompter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ex- ex- and, he, and you know what? If that's, he doesn't do a bad job at that. It's like a, yeah. I guess it's a skill in its own way, but it's boring to watch. But Jeff Probst gets heated. He gets invested in like some of the storylines that's going on. He'll like ask, like he asks really great questions at Tribal. And like, obviously he has like probably some of the best producers and writers in the world on that show, uh, but to, like tell him what to ask. But he's like, you can tell that he actually really cares. And when people don't take the game seriously, nothing hurts him more because he'll stop, he'll stop like the game and be like, you know, there are people that live their entire lives to come here. And this is like the one thing that they care about. And you're here and you're phoning it in. And if Jeff Probst told me that, that I'd be done for. That would make me sad. Yeah. I don't want to disappoint him and I don't even watch the show. No, and like, yeah, he seems like a great. He seems like a great guy. <laughs> like, so is I, that I just, is that what you're most excited for for this new season, Jeff? I just gotta see my boy Jeff. <laughs> you just wanna see your boy Jeff. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see. Um, there hasn't been like a gimmick in the last couple of years. It's been pretty much three teams of six. You know, all walks of life, and that's like kind of what we're going in for again this season. I'm sort of ready for another gimmick. They do change up the games. In some in in different ways, it's not always like a repeat of games or challenges and stuff. Okay. They last season they brought back one of the I think fan favorite elements of the show, which was the um, the auction. And what the auction is is there's money hidden all around the island, and you have a limited time to find as much money as you can. And so you find as much money as you can. You go to the auction. Jeff has like a little like you know desk that he's standing behind or whatever. Or you know, like you know, like a like a bar, and he's pulling up uh like covered trays of things, and you can bid on it before you know what it is sometimes, oh. or he'll show you what it is, and it'll be like you know a a hamburger and like chocolate shake. Ooh, I mean, and people are like, I'll spend all of my money on that because they want to eat. Yeah. they haven't they've been eating like you know, uh like like fish little and tiny twigs. fishes yeah. and, and bugs yeah sorry i want to eat the burger i want to eat the chocolate cake uh and, or things like that and so that they always know when to keep when to bring stuff back and to keep it fresh so it's always exciting okay. um the i feel like last season maybe the middle chunk of the season wasn't good because the first chunk is like everybody's there and they start dropping off like flies but then when it's like to a certain point you're sort of like okay i kind of need them to you know uh kick it into gear and like start like really figuring out who's gonna be doing what like who's gonna who am i rooting for to be the the sole survivor and my girl d did win last season and it was a a fantastic season she was great um and it's just nice (laughs) it's easy to root for like uh, and, like it's easy to root for anybody in that show, but if like somebody has like something in common with you, it's like a it's a no brainer kind of. Yeah. Where like D is Latina, and I was like, 
D has to win. Like, it's like <laughs> the second I saw D, oh, I was like, yeah. this is the winner. She has to that's win. That's me, Annie. I'm always like, and my black girl has to win. That's my girl. Yeah. She has to it's win. It's just so easy. It's so fun. But like, she she was a challenge beast. She was really, really good at challenges. She had a bit of a showmance with this other guy, Austin. And this is the thing about the show sometimes it's dweebs and dorks, <laughs> and sometimes it's absolute hotties. And these two were so hot. It was so crazy. And they, but they were playing it so cool and chill, and they were not giving in to the, the, you know, the showmance of it all. They were keeping it <laughs> professional, but they yeah. were snuggling. Oh, and I was like, okay, okay, they need to kiss. I need them to kiss. <laughs> that, I mean, the Traders does have that. CT and Phaedra, they okay. are the romantic pair, but is one of them a traitor? Is one of them a faithful? I'm not going to spoil mm. it, but it's, ooh, it's good. I'm tossing. I'm going to get some dinner and I'm going to toss yeah, and on just, just start with season two. Season one is okay. good, but like season two is really primo. Uh, you have convinced me to start watching Survivor. I Let's fucking go. I am in. I'm going to do this new season. I, yeah. And you've beat the Big Brother people. Sorry, Big Brother fans. I'm still not wow. convinced. Uh, but Survivor, I will be jumping into. If you want Ashley to watch Big Brother, here's what you do. You become <laughs> the producer of the podcast. Yeah. Then you say, let's just us talk. And then, and then you, for an hour, you tell sc- me you why. You scream should, for an hour. <laughs> tell me why you should watch Big Brother. And then maybe you can convince me. <laughs> uh, or, yeah, I did like Janelle and Dan from Big Brother on Traders. I liked Janelle. So maybe I will go back and watch her season. Wow. We'll there see. we go. I we'll mean, see. look, you're allowed to watch whatever you want. Yeah. And, you, you know, I got a lot of smothered and seeking sister wives and TLC shows oh. to watch uh, before I get to the competitive stuff. OK, <laughs> somebody has That's to right. watch Love in Other Languages, that dating show where people don't speak the same language. It's bad. You're, it's really I'm learning bad. so much. There's like there's like there is like a, any type of thing you could think of. There's a show. Yeah, it's it's a bad. It's truly just them going. What if we took a bunch of American men who only speak English and paired them with some people who don't speak English and then they try to date? And every episode is just them being like, I don't understand you. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, that would be, that's, a, you know, that's tough. You could do it. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Matt, thank you so much for joining me, for opening me up to the world of Survivor. You're uh, so welcome. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for doing it. What, what do you want to plug? What do you want people to, to listen to, hear about? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Get Played, uh, the podcast that I host with uh, with Nick Weiger, who was on last week, and, uh, and Heather Ann Campbell. Um, writer of Rick and Morty and other shows uh, you might you might like. Um, we talk about video games over there, and that's uh, that's mostly what we talk about. But sometimes we talk about like uh, a video game TV show or a movie or something like that. So tune into that. That's wherever you get podcasts. And then we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash get played, where we only talk about anime. Ooh. And that's really, really fun. Because I mean, I was an anime novice before, and now I'm getting into... Uh, a bunch of just different shows, and it's it's really really fun. Yeah, and uh, we have some anime stuff coming up, and I will be getting into it. <laughs> oh yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, I know. As the oh yeah, as the, you know, <laughs> you know, they don't know, but we we they know. don't know. They don't know, and that's what we call a tease. That's a little tease, a little tease, a little tease. Uh, TV Club, thanks for listening. Make sure that you're caught up on. Well, I, I'm, you know, just. Don't worry about that one. Well, you're, you're already, I've talked about it enough. You're probably caught up <laughs> on it. Uh, but just make sure you have watched uh, 
you know, I really am like, what even is all outright? Oh, hey, the Great North is back. If you need another Sunday show, the Great North. There you go. They did that annoying thing where they had one premiere episode for the new season and then went on hiatus for like three weeks. And now it's back for the second episode. Very annoying. Uh, not dead yet. Abbott Elementary is killing it this season. So funny. episode, Just the funniest episode last week. Uh, with Janelle admitting that she smokes pot. So we got to love that. Uh, and if you are watching Masters of Air on Apple TV, let me know, because I think it's just me. I think it's just me. I don't know. So, But they they spent so much money on the show. And, you know, I'm still just waiting for Nakuti, uh, the guy who's the new Doctor Who. Uh, uh-huh. He's in it, and they keep showing him in the previews. We're like six episodes into this show, and he has not shown up yet. I am just watching every episode, oh, wow. waiting for him to show up. So come join me and watch that. <laughs> you don't cast somebody that handsome and hide him. And hide him. <laughs> I'm just like, when is he showing up? Like, ev- What are you doing? And we're truly like seven episodes in or something. And I'm like, they've landed in Germany 80 times. They've like been shot out of the air. <laughs> when is he showing up? So... I will at least watch until that happens. Wow. Uh, TV Club, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode. TV I Say with Ashley Ray is an Earwolf production made by me. Ashley Ray Harris. It's engineered by Abby Aguilar, produced by Anita Flores, executive produced by Amelia Chapelo, and our original theme song is by Rafia. It means so much to me if you go rate, review, subscribe, follow TV I Say. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Share with your golden girls. Tell your boys. If you love my TV recommendations, let everyone you know know. For special TV club members, join my Patreon. Hello, everyone. It's Andy Richter here to tell you the exciting news that we are back with new episodes of my podcast, Three Questions with Andy Richter. We have got a great group of upcoming guests, including some that I've been waiting a long time to talk to, including Jake Johnson, John Lovett, Caitlin Riley, Bobby Lee, Ashley Ray, and Ted Danson. So I'm very psyched for you to hear where they're from, where they're going, and what they've learned. And it leads to some really surprising, heartfelt, and pretty funny moments. So what are you waiting for? Go to the three questions with Andy Richter, wherever you get your podcast now. New episodes every Tuesday.